At home with a lifetime of stories and songs People we've met and places we've gone Along the way found where and how we belong At home with a lifetime of stories and songs Welcome to more songs and stories from home Podcasts that give voice to songs with stories And stories with songs written and being written over the course of a lifetime Often illuminating the journey we all make Together and alone Finding our way home. Back to the Big Room, Part One. Once four young boys, now four old men, return to where it all began. Sing songs that take us back to when the world somehow seemed new. Coming back now to this place, we sing old songs, relive old days, but more importantly embrace all that we have gone through. Once four young boys, now four old guys, who sing these songs and realize it's not just about those days gone by, but where we're going to. Finding something in those songs we thought Was surely lost and gone Yet those ideas, they still belong And wait to be renewed Once four young boys, now four old friends For a moment we are young again And what we knew was true back then Still holds true to this day those songs awaken memories about who we were, what we believe now, giving voice to long-lost dreams when we sing and play. Love is but a song we sing, fear away we die. We can make the mountains ring or hear the angels cry. Though the dove is on the wing, we need not know why. Hey, people now, smile on each other. Everybody get together. Try and love one another right now. Try and love one another right now. That's a song about going back to the big room of the Phi Gamma Delta fraternity at the University of Washington with three guys I sang with in college. Going back one more time and singing songs we recorded almost exactly 55 years earlier in that very room. Before we started singing, I read the guys a letter. December 2022. Dear Dwyer, Buller, and McCoy. How, how great it feels to get together with you as the morning ride. And to sing again where it all began. Singing because we can. Singing because of not now when. Singing because earlier this year I decided to set an end date to my career. December 2027. Betting for these next few years I can continue to bring a sense of joy and wonder to a lifetime of songs and stories. And, and do it with enough skill and care to make it worth sharing with the world. Because it was 
55 years ago, the four of us made our one recording in the big room. It felt, it felt right if the current residents would let us back in to, to sing and record there one more time. And they said, okay. So here we are. Getting ready for today, besides familiarizing myself with the songs we sang and how we sang them, I was reminded of who we were back then of how important you were, of how important you remain. Dwyer, I've known you the longest. We met at Boy State the summer before our senior year in high school. It turned out when you went to law school in D.C. after college, you lived next door to Bruce Goddard, a guy I'd met in New York the summer of 68. You became friends with him and his wife, Kathy, and the four of us were together at the first moratorium march in D.C., October 15, 1969, along with a quarter of a million others. So many people that the songs we sang moved like a wave through the masses. We carried candles. And you pointed out to me the person kneeling at the White House gates with the candle wax dripping down their arms. And then... When you moved back to Seattle to practice law, we regularly got together for music nights at one of our houses. Turned out one of Goddard's Northwest visits was December of 2011. You came over and the three of us made some music and later that day the two of you were there when I posted the first of 49 virtual campfires of a journey around a life called One of Those Times in a Life. Six years later, you were there for the lighting of the 49th and final campfire at Benner Royal Hall. It means a lot to continue to share those kind of moments with you. Thank you. Buller, in the early days of the U, you told me you sang in high school choir. You thought maybe we should sing some, so one afternoon we worked up a couple of songs, put on flannel shirts, called ourselves the Pendletons, <laughs> went down and sang to a couple of young women at the Kappa House. Over a lot of years, we've shared a lot of amazing times. Some involved music. Lots were simply life, life and lives, complicated by the fact that it turned out that we fell in love and married the same woman. The fact our friendship and affection continued and continues has made for some extraordinary times. Earlier this year, Pat went over to be with you during a health scare. The phone rang while she was there. You told whoever was on the other end of the line that you were in your chair just hanging out with one of your two wives. There was the time you and Lori camped on the beach in front of our house when Lindsay and the family were visiting. That meant at bedtime for the grandkids, the whole extended family gathered in the bunkhouse and sang songs and shared stories and said prayers. Talk about meaningful times. Thank you, Papa John, for helping make it possible for Papa Banjo to become a granddad. Incidentally, you are the only person I know who can turn Neil Diamond's Brother Love's Travel and Salvation show into a uh, bedtime song. 
And what to say about you, McCoy? From the morning ride to the hindquarter days to Sun Valley to the Brentwood Playhouse in Seattle. And then in the 80s, putting my life and career back together, you were the guy standing beside me adding your unique harmony. And we've continued to stand side by side, including for the last 20 years singing together as members of the Brothers Four. And while we've shared and continue to share a lot of musical stages, the most important have been the personal ones, being witness to each other's lives, beginning as two freshmen in college who, before we ever recorded in the big room, used to pull back the furniture and wrestle like our lives depended on it in that room. There's something special about singing with you guys. When we made our recording in the big room, I, I don't remember harboring any dreams of having a life singing songs and telling stories, though it might have been a passing thought a few months later standing next to you on that stage in L.A., holding that trophy and a $1,000 check. Surprise, first-round winners of your All-American College show. We returned a few weeks later to compete against and to lose to Karen and Richard Carpenter in their first exposure to a national TV audience, and now return to the big room to figuratively stand in the shoes of those four young guys, remembering one more time how they felt, how the shoes fit, how four voices, each so unique, can for a moment sound as one. A song I wrote earlier this year might help explain what I'm trying to say. From time to time I close my eyes and in my mind I see Life going out in circles like the growth rings on a tree And in the center of the circle that's where you're going to find Something known as heartwood truest kind Oh, the heartwood The strongest part of any tree Oh, it's the heartwood That's what you are to me When it comes to where I'm going Where I've been, where I am now This is where the heartwood can be found And then when I finished reading the letter, the singing began. On one hand, the years appearing to melt away, while on another, knowing we had each traveled a long way to get to where it all began so many years before. Thank you.
or listening to more songs and stories from home. Come back next time for part two of Back to the Big Room, knowing you're welcome here at home with a lifetime of stories and songs. <laughs>